Welcome in to another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. You're here with me. I'm Tuck. You're here with this guy. His name is Thurston. How you doing, pal? Well, I gotta say, when you added in that little hesitation right there, I thought something done went and happened to you. Glad to hear you all right. Well, as you may can hear, I'm already having some uh, technical difficulties uh, with the little computer going, I don't know if you can hear that. I don't hear a single thing, but you go right ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so this may be a fun episode, may not be one. We'll see. Uh, so a- as most of you know, this is the show where Thurston and me pick us a fantasy football league to follow all season long. And without bias and without remorse, be rated and its owners mercilessly. And this year's target is the Skywalker Dynasty League in good old Campbellsville, Kentucky. So that's what we've been doing all season. And we're starting to get to the point of the podcast where everything's starting to wind down. But not us, Thurston. Nope. We's just heating up. And you, and you know, ain't nothing like a good old possum grilled right over the open fire. And that's mm, yeah. the that's the kind of heat we're talking about. And that old possum is, is these fools in Skywalker Dynasty just getting roasted. Just about every one of them. So, so on today's show, it's going to be kind of a regular season wrap-up. Uh, we've, uh, we've, we've split these teams into four. No, we've split, split these teams into three different tiers. Now you and, got it. And as we are wont to do on this podcast... We've named these tiers after sitcoms. So we've we've got the I Hate My Teenage Daughter tier. So uh, w- what might surprise y'all, uh, a show about two awful daughters being raised by two slightly less awful mothers uh, that is named I Hate My Teenage Daughter was not a successful show. So that's <laughs> that's just another example of a perfect premise that just didn't work out for whatever reason. Sounds like some of these teams. Oh, my gosh. Thurston, that was my segue. And speaking of not working out, that's what this tier is. Right. The teams we've determined that have about a 1% or less chance of making the playoffs, that's the teams in this tier. So, yeah, these these teams played about as well as uh, I Hate My Teenage Daughter appealed to audiences. So, secondly, we got us the Seinfeld tier. This one's obvious. Name for the greatest sitcom ever made. Ever. The teams in this tier, man, they gonna make the playoffs. Now, technically, technically, only two teams have officially clinched the playoffs, but it would uh, about take an act of Congress to make that happen. And I don't want to get political, but uh, those guys in Congress, a bit more like Clowngress, if you know what I mean. Bit of a clown that was- show that. Bit of a clown show that clown gris is. Am I right? That was uh, a little bit forced there. <laughs> That's what we do here on Sweet Tea Fantasy. So uh, then, then we're going to end up with the uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer tier. <laughs> so is it a sitcom? Are these teams going to make the playoffs? We's definitely going to know the answer to one of these next week. But for now. These four teams are stuck in that same O, is they or ain't they a playoff team discussion that Buffy is constantly asked about being a sitcom. So uh, so first up, we got us the I Hate My Teenage Daughter tier. So uh, why don't you break down the teams in this tier and, and talk about the season, Thurston? Yeah, I'm going to take a look first. We'll just start right at the bottom. Kind of a sad, sad year for the Scranton Stranglers. They're at three and nine, clearly at the bottom. I guess they'll get a pretty good draft pick out of it. This is the only team in the league that has never, not for one week, had a winning record or even been sitting at 50-50. They ain't even done it. They, there was another team. The uh, pop-up Pop-Tart was in that league with them, but then they got to six and six, so now they look 50-50. Scranton Stranglers have not even, for one moment, even looked like they was competitive. Kind of sad for them. Um, so they, they've got more points, actually, than any other team in this bottom tier, which is confusing a bit. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Todd Gurley is on the team. He's, he's pretty good. 
uh, it's pretty rare that the number one team in the league, I mean, as far as like draft pick, having the first draft pick gets ends up being this failed, but it is. It's pretty bad. Uh, my advice for this team for next year is hit those waivers hard with your face. Get in there. Make some transactions. Uh, and my honest advice. Now, the honest advice, listen to the acronym on it. I'm going to call it my ha. Okay, because I'm kind of laughing at these folks. It's my ha. But my ha for this team, my honest advice, keep Todd Gurley. Keep A.J. Green and let the rest of them go. That's over. Start with your third-round pick. Have a chance at life next year. So what was the the ha part of the acronym? What was H A Ha? <laughs> honest advice. Honest, okay. Honest advice. Okay. Ain't you listening to me? I thought you were talking about. Here's my honest advice, and I'm going to do it in an acronym form, and it's going to be Ha. And then the H would stand for something, and then the A would stand for something. Well, H stands for honest. I, <laughs> I get and that a now. Stands, right. Okay, so we're good with that. So. Hit Keep waivers with your face. Yeah, and, hit the waivers hard keep with Keep Todd Gurley and A.J. Green. And let the rest of them walk if they about useless. Okay, so I, that's my ha. We're good on that. Is everybody going to get a ha? Uh, these four teams will get a ha. That's, okay. that's it. They're, they're the only ones I'm really laughing at. Okay, so so I will know what that means next time you say ha. Right. Even when you're laughing at me. Exactly. I know it's just honest advice. It is. I want to get better at it. All right, so the next team in this lower-tier region, uh, named after some show I don't even remember that you talked about a second ago, uh, is the Domain Master. I think they done. Uh, they have the lowest point total in this league by about 120 points, which is perfectly ironic. I got these from my friend Next Gen. Um, this team actually averages right at 120 points a week, so they would have to have like an extra week to actually keep up. Uh, just for references purposes, the Newport Never Nudes average 174 points a week. So that means if this team played that Ooh. team every single time, they'd lose by 50 points every time. <laughs> now, this team did peak back in week three when they's two and one and won the big five. Um, my emphasis for this team next year is quit wasting your roster spots. I've told you so many times, you're carrying three defenses. That's a Looney Tunes decision. Uh, and you got extra IR guys just sitting there on your lineup every week. Like, they're going to do you some good, and I don't get it. My, my high moment for them is keep Antonio Brown. Let the rest of them go. That's really out of your whole year. That's all you've really accumulated is that one man. So, you said it's a Looney Tunes decision, but the decision to make Looney Tunes was one of the best decisions ever. So I think you should rebrand that. I don't think it's a Looney Tunes decision. So it's a whatever the name of that random sitcom you mentioned a minute ago kind of decision. Yeah, it's a I Hate My Teenage Daughter, which uh, you have a name like that, you just expect it to just fly off, you know? Yeah, you expect it. But Yeah, so well, that's a I Hate My Teenage Daughter decision. Not a, not a Looney Tunes decision, my friend. Right, right. You, you got me there. So now we're going to move on to that team who cannot be named. Uh, how do you want to do this? Like we do every week, Thurston. Then you handle it. Try and take over the world. Now, nah, that's that's a little pink in the brain humor. That's not a uh, sitcom. It's animated. <laughs> so it is officially time for our segment. Change your dang team name. What in the world are you doing? where we suggest different team names to this team that cannot be named because he can't follow simple instructions and name his team after a sitcom. So and this week, our sitcom is going to be the shows of the 90s, although we have already done Seinfeld, Frasier, and Friends, so this should be a good list. <laughs> so why, why don't you get us started, Thurston? Sure. So I just in on two more shows of the 90s that I thought was pretty good. Uh, one of them being Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and the other one being Full House. Okay, you ready for them? Oh, please do, Larson. 
Uh, I'm going to say, uh, do the Carlton. Because that was a dance <laughs> they did. And I figure there's got to be some people doing touchdown celebrations where they do that Carlton. And you just pick all them guys up on your team. And that's your team. Just roll with it. Um, there was a line they talked about being hood rich. And I figure you just name your team hood rich if you <laughs> wanted to. Or you could name them hide rich. Now, that's why mm. I'm Carlos Hyde. Um, now, there was a classic moment from this show where uh, future and current president Donald Trump appeared. Uh, so we have, it's the Donald. And I figure you could pick up Sam Darnold maybe and call your team, it's the Darnold. <laughs> or, or maybe even the Rams defense and you say, it's the Aaron Donald. Or actually you could just kind of insert anyone's name there you wanted to. It's the Brady. It's the... Kittle, I hope so, you get it. So, do they say it's the Donald in the show? Indeed. They do. I reckon. Okay. Carlton did it. That was a weird show. Anyhow. Come out and say, it's um, the Donald. All right. And I'd also call it, uh, I'd call it, tell him to call himself, toss him out. In, in reference to that one feller that kept getting tossed out of the house by that other feller, and they never expected us to notice he's wearing the same exact shirt every time he's tossed out. That guy. DJ Jazzy Jeff. And that is also in reference to the fact that this guy really didn't want to drop nobody. He just kind of, as I talked about last week, he just kind of kept the same fellers on his team all year, wouldn't drop nobody. So that's in reference to toss him out. Okay, now – Looking at uh, uh, Full House here, I've got a couple Uncle Jesse classic moments. Uh, broken Arm Cereal. If you ain't seen it, look at it. It's a funny scene, and your season is like it's got a broken arm trying to eat cereal. And also, uh, in reference to the most uh, violently sappy song I think I've ever heard in a sitcom, just name your team forever and just play that classic hit from Uncle Jesse forever. And just play it over and over and over as it suggests. Uh, my high for, for this team is to change your dang team name. What are you doing? And then also keep uh, uh, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, maybe a little Andrew Luck if you wanted to. That's up to you. Uh, and then let them go. Just start from there. That's all you got. Everybody else trash. Okay. How's a team start five and one and miss the playoffs? Just the way he did it. And I'll tell you what, he even was quoted as saying right when he was 5-1, and one, he quoted as saying, I might not win another game this year. And then he did it to himself. <laughs> Still fulfilled that prophecy he did. He decided mid-run, he's like, I need good draft picks. <laughs> uh, am, I, am I allowed to do my part of the segment now? Oh, yeah, I forgot about you. You go right ahead. Okay, so we're still in the segment. All that was part of the segment. Uh, I've got mad about losing. That's mad about you, combined with the fact they started 5-1 and he's lost six straight games. Uh, I got that Uncle Phil hustle. You've got the Philly defense. Uh, Uncle Phil famously hustled a guy in the pool in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And honestly, if this ain't some kind of hustle you're trying to pull – I feel very, very bad for you as a team manager. So I am giving you the benefit of the doubt on this one, even though you do not deserve it. Uh, maybe Festivus feats, he drops old Le'Veon Bill, and then you're saved by the bill. Uh, instead of third rock from the sun, you're third buck on the depth chart. Because Buck Allen is third on his own dang depth chart now. And you have one Isn't he fourth? Might be fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work for the... The uh, punny name there. Uh, so maybe Beats by Dwight drops Amari Cooper, and then you're hanging with Amari Cooper. Uh, Spencer Ware City instead of Spin City. Uh, everybody hates Chris Hogan. That was started in 2005, but I don't care. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> what are you doing, Thurston? <laughs> It's fine. You go right ahead. <laughs> go away from the microphone. <laughs> Let me know when you're back. 
I'm good. Let's roll. Oh, it's here. This last one. Right. So everybody loves Randall Cobb. Ah, Deborah, my brother's taller than me. Ah. My mom is so mean to all my family. Ah, oh, Deborah, we have. Deborah, ah. Everybody loves me more than they love my brother. Yeah. So yeah, that's everybody loves Raymond. He's he's a bit of a whiner. That Raymond. I don't know why everybody loved him. I didn't. I heard he smelled bad. <laughs> I can't say I can back that one up. I've never heard anything like that, but maybe he did. But we do have one more team in this lower section. Well, that's let's do it. Are we ready? Okay, that's the Vandalay Industries. This team started 3-0, and and now they're not anymore. Too bad the season didn't end right there. Uh, they put up a fight, really. I mean, they stayed relevant for most of the year. They had some bad luck. They had some good luck. They still have fewer points scored against them than anyone else in the league. Uh, my emphasis for this team, score more points. That's really it. And my high for you guys, I want you to build a raft, okay? Build it big enough for everybody on your roster, okay? Now, I want you to grab Mike Evans and pull him off that raft, and then you, then you push that raft out into the ocean, and you light it ablaze with a flaming arrow. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you do. You ready? That's it. So you're going to Viking funeral him? Yeah, yeah, I think that's one of them. Mike Evans comes off. Everybody else out in the wilderness died in the fire on the water. I don't have his roster in front of me. I wonder if he's got any Vikings on his team. Now, I reckon they all play for the bow. But bow? Bow. 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 Birds of what? Birds of what? Anyway. Right. Um, so is that your... Are you done with that tier then? That's it. That's the tier. Well, let's move on then. We're going to go to that next tier. And this is the uh, Seinfeld tier. And we got us four beauties of a team in this here group. Thurston, uh, you've got your Newport Never Nudes. You got your cheating their way to the top beats by Dwight. You got your Pip Pips. And you got your Pivots. So, <laughs> so now, uh, when we started following this here lead during the draft, them never nudes made one of the biggest follies my eyes ever did see. They drafted a man that was already ruled out for the season by the name of Jarek McKinnon. Now, I talked to the team manager of the never nudes, and I know for a fact that they've been holding on to that man in their IR spot all season as a reminder of this foolish mistake, and it's been pushing in the greatness all season long. Now, that ain't true what I just said, but just imagine... Wouldn't that be a great story? It is true. Uh, it is true he drafted him. And it is true it's sitting on his IR spot. I don't know if he did that as a motivational tactic or not. That's the part that ain't true. Well, if it ain't true, I don't reckon you ought to set it up at the beginning like it was. <laughs> but I'm just setting the scene. So that I reckon he wants him for a keeper spot. I mean, why else would you have a guy on IR all year? Well, I ain't talked to him, so I don't know. I'm looking at you, Tyler Eifert. <laughs> but so this this is the best team by far, and and they have been all season. You know, they's a little weak at running back with Melvin Gordon going down, but uh, Chris Thompson looks like he's coming back this week. And let's not forget Thurston. This team's gonna have a bye week to rest his players. You know, hopefully get old Melly Boy going on strong by the time you rem now listen. We talked about it once. His nickname is Melville. Rugrats, 90s, not a sitcom. Melville, Chucky, little bug that died, How, Melville. We've talked about that? I reckon. Teddy, check the archives on that. <laughs> I don't remember talking about that, but we'll call him that from now on. If you're so adamant about it. If you're so adamant about it. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh. Man, I've been lost. So the Newport Never Nudes, uh, 
he's all but guaranteed that one seed. So he's got that ever-coveted home field advantage. You know, uh, he's about middle of the road when it comes to transactions. Not too desperate, not too lazy to push about two buttons to keep a competitive team. Uh, he also recently added a team picture. So you know that he took a person. He took that personal challenge that Chris Raisinbreads issued last week. He took that to heart. And- yeah, I seen that too. I was impressed by it. It takes a big man to admit he's wrong all year. Yep, and it, it seems like he's got the mindset of an ill-tempered frog. He's hopping mad. So I, I could talk all night about this team, but we have less exciting, less uh, championship-like material teams we need to talk about. And I'm sure we'll be talking about this guy. Uh, the rest of the year, especially our big Super Bowl wrap-up show. Right. Do you have anything you want to add about them, Thurston? I know you like talking. I'd love to just keep on uh, rhapsodizing about them for a while, like you said. I mean, they they good. They the best. Ain't nobody, you know, probably going to beat them, I don't think. I mentioned earlier they score 170 a week. That's pretty crazy. A lot of teams ain't even touched that, so – yeah, they 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 in the driver's seat, I reckon. Yeah, and anybody who would ever say anything bad about them, they just come crazy. Crazy. So uh, next up, we got beats by Dwight. Liars, deceivers, do anything mm-hmm. it takes to cheat their way to the top. The dadgum co-commissioner of this league is just plain filth. Ain't no other way to read it. No. Nope. He, he changed his name mid-season, thinking we'd forget his despicable ways, but we ain't. We remember. So, anyway, he's clinched the playoff spot. And since we know he's going to cheat and do whatever he can to uh, stay on top, he'll probably weasel himself into a bye as well. Uh, he's in good position to do that. But it's not uh, set in stone. But uh, they have made 62 transactions this year, Thurston. How, how is that even possible? Have you How many trades are they making? Oh, I don't know that, but <laughs> – <laughs> have you seen the names on the waiver wire in this league I, uh, I looked once or twice it's kind of dull yeah are there even 62 guys he could pick up Um, I'm going to reckon not well he did it so I guess there is but anyway he's in the bottom half of this league in points scored against him That that's real convenient wouldn't you say I think he's uh, third in scoring you know, the, that team's only won the top scoring prize once this year, and they're third in scoring. Uh, sounds mm. like budging more numbers, if you know what I mean. And I mean they're so, changing the numbers to make them look better than they were. Is what I mean by that. Uh, I got you. you. You know what? I feel like I'm contracting leprosy in my tongue just talking about this scuzzball. So I'm just going to move on. That sounds mighty painful. <laughs> it feels mighty painful right now. So, I got nothing else to say. I'll just jump in. I, I mean, I've let my piece be heard, uh, I guess. Well, I think I worded that pretty poorly, but you get it. I'm tired of them. <laughs> so, you ain't got nothing to say, but then. Let's just leave them be. They'll yeah. do what they do and hope they lose them. Okay. So, we got the the uh, the pip, pip, the doodly do's. You know, right. we. We've had our differences. You know that, Thurston. There, there ain't no other way to spin it. But by gum, I respect this thing, team. Alvin Kamara, Pat Mahomes, other players. So uh, so they, they got a shot to win it all just by having them two studs on their team. Now, yeah. wait a minute. You say stud. Pat Mahomes, don't you ever listen to me? He was losing his matchup every, every single week until like two weeks ago. <laughs> He's turned it around, though. He was on by. <laughs> now, I'm with you on Well, yeah, last week a... he got he got outscored last week. But he turned it around. That was the first six weeks he was getting outscored. And oh. then he turned it around. Now he's a stud. If if you're going to the playoffs with that guy as your starting quarterback, I feel like you might need to readjust. All right, so he's got Alvin Kamara. Can we agree on that? I hate that. I like him. All right. So we agree on that. He's Touchdown got out- magnet. Touchdown magnet. So, yeah. so the pit pips they still got a chance at uh, getting that bye if they beat the friend zone this week, and uh, then they outscore beats by Dwight by fifty points with beats by Dwight also losing. So it's a little complicated. 
kind of like my friend Rude Goldberg's machine. Uh, but it is doable. It's uh, It's been a lot easier if they'd won last week, but you know what they say. If you're playing against Lamar Miller, you might as well put an L next to your name. Mm-hmm. So uh, other than last week, he's been pretty lucky, about the the fourth luckiest team out there, the that pitch manager. But uh, they're in the top half scoring-wise, too, coming in at fifth. They're not too flashy, but they get the dadgum job done. Calvin Ridley. That's right. So I'm willing to bury the hatchet. And I'm actually kind of rooting for them to make the finals, if for nothing more than a mess up old Thurston's uh, preseason prediction for the Super Bowl. Ain't nothing messing that up. I guarantee that. (laughs) So our last team in this tier is uh, Pivot. And, uh, boy, howdy, this could be the team that really messes us up, Thurston. Makes us look like a couple dumbbells. Don't know what they're talking about. Because if they lose and the friend zone wins – and the bow pop-up pop-tart matchup ends up in pretty much other than a tie. Pivot might be missing in playoffs. Uh, but fortunately for them, they's playing that team that cannot be named, and that team is starting a quarterback who we already know ain't going to play no more this season. So I do feel pretty safe that Pivot's going to make it in. You know, get that. Which quarterback was that? Andy Dalton. Oh, my. Yeah. He should have picked up the backup, but of course he ain't going to get on the waivers. Yep, and then uh, he ain't he ain't got no backup quarterback to put in there for old Andy. So, which Disgrace, it's a super flex spot, so he could literally put anybody in there pretty much. But, Kenny Steels, is he available? Kenny Steels. <laughs> is, he on, is he on that team that can't be named? I don't even remember. I, is he on the team? I think he's on the team. I don't know where he's at. Couldn't tell you. But, um, yeah, so that's that's what's standing in the way of Pivot, about a, a wet piece of toilet paper. You just plow right on through that. Uh, and it, So if they do get in, um, this Pivot team, it, it's going to be partly because they's – They's the most luckiest team in the league that that made the playoffs. Uh, one team away from the bottom in points against. Uh, the team it, uh, the team is in the bottom half of points for right now. Points four, uh, coming in at number seven, and yet still they have a chance. And I use that term very lightly to actually have a bye going into the playoffs. But uh, basically, they should be happy just making it to them in their playoffs because, as we all know. From that very famous saying, once you get into the big dance, you never know how the tango's going to shake out. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I've lived my whole life by that. And... Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday, anyhow. <laughs> so, uh, so we've been listening to, to me talk for a while, and that's the end of our tier. So why don't we hear an ad read from you there for a minute there, Larry Thurston. Yeah, I got one, and this is before we go into some of our real big matchups, uh, the final, and we got to talk about these middle teams that may not matter, but they might. So, we got us some real nice cash this week. Are you ready for it? Well, let's hear it. All right, so this is a first. We have an ad from a highfalutin farm, pharma, shoot, pharmaceutical company. You, you good? You ready? Yeah, this this got sent directly to you from a farmer, bro. Am I, is that right? Pharmaceutical. Okay. So, now this is going to get uh, a little personal, all right? Because this is something every man's going to deal with one time or another. Uh, and oftentimes, this is the true fact, us guys do not like to show our true feelings. I mean, we might not even cry when we get our pinky bit off. Even though Lord knows all we want to do is lay down and die. But of course, there's time when we will all need a little more ED in our life. <laughs> Think about it. If you was like old Scooches from a few weeks ago, having to spend so much time at your old brother Fail's house with Tina there, we've got you covered with direction. You can keep your feelings to yourself just with one little pill. Follow your own path with direction. Now, if you keep the same direction for longer than four hours, 
you best see your doctor immediately. You might have done irreparable harm. Read that bottle. Make sure you're good for it. All right? There's our sweet cash. <laughs> That's very well done there, Thurston. Is there any other so. is there any other business you want to take care of while we're here? Uh no, at the moment I, I got something to say about one of our matchups for next week if you want me to jump in that. Or do you want to talk about these middle tier teams? Well, I was thinking we had a um legal issue we needed to sort out. Oh yeah, well, I guess if you want me to be the one that talks about it. Now, we we have been starting you're right, I gotta get on this. Uh listen, if you need sponsors, um, we willing, okay. We we want to sponsor any and all uh companies, people, everybody. Uh, pretty much like if you have a saying you're trying to get going, if you wanna like buy a colon or something, we, we want to to be your sponsor, okay? We want you to talk to us, and we will uh, present for you on air as long as you give us cash. We're unfor- Unfortunately, it has a lot to do with that Chris Raisin Bread he's talking about, and I don't want to name too many names, but as you know, at the end of every show, we'll just say, hey, let's have some parting words, and then myself or someone else will say something. Well, last week, Mr. Chris Raisin Bread decided – to end our show with a very common and famous phrase. And it's unfortunate because there was a little piggy that I guess was on his way back from market when he heard it, got real upset. And so now we've got some uh, legal battles and maybe uh, hopefully not. We're going to assume no jail time at this, but we're going to have to pay some money, folks. So I'll just be real with you. We need your cash. So if you respect this show at all, we're going to start a GoFundMe. We're going to start just present whatever you want us to. We'll do it. You just get cash, and we'll make it work for you. We got tens of thousands of millions of tens of listeners, so we'll do it. That's right. And, and again, we do not want to name any names, but this is all Chris Raisinbread's fault. Basically, completely is. 100%. Really a bad decision on his part. I mean, that could not have gone worse. I'm, are we even going to have any more guests after that? debacle yeah we're gonna debacle it again oh uh maybe the rest of the season oh well all right (laughs) so there's a a site for everybody else be a little better okay be a little smarter be be better nicer to to tuck in myself we don't need this drama yeah and if you want us to come up with a slogan for you like you don't have a slogan but you just want us to come up with one uh we're good at that too thurston just said be a little better that's a good one. I mean, we've been coming up with team names all year. I feel like I'm an old pro at this. Yeah, so just send us a line. Anything we can do to make money, we're willing to do it. Pretty much almost just about anything. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so we'll we'll jump right back into it here, get back into our, our next up, our, uh, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer tier. You know, in this section we got the uh, – we got the festive feats. We got the friend zone. And then we got an incredible matchup this week, Thurston. That's between right. Bo, Bow, Bo, Bo, B O, Wow, Bow, Bow, Bo. Birds of War. So between Bow and the uh, pop up Pop Tarts, you know, that I just can't wait to see. You know, first of all, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say that is an epic battle. That's got to be game of the year. Both teams really got to bring their A game for this one. That's right. Don't get too ahead of yourself, though, because first up, we're going to talk about the Festivus feats uh, oh. because it's debatable. They sh- they might not even be in this tier. But, right. But they're, they're five and seven, and here's how they make it. They got to beat the beats, and uh, they got to have the friend zone lose while also not being outscored by 60 points by the friend zone. So then the feats, you got to also hope and pray that Bow beats the pop-up Pop-Tarts. And then then they have to outscore the pop-ups by 29 points. So it, That sounds about right. It's a bit of a long shot, Thurston. Um, so they win, pop-up loses, friend zone loses, and then they don't get outscored by 60 by friend zone, and then they got to outscore – Pop up by 29. Yes. 
Gotcha. It's possible, though. Right. It don't look good for them. I mean, you look at them. How many... You talked about the transactions. How many transactions for these folk? I hope you have the answer to that one. Well, I sure Please. don't, but I reckon it's real high. 42, 49, 40. I don't know, but they've been on our trade segment every week. They always look in for draft picks. They always look into the future. Well, how is they even relevant in this? Why didn't I talk about them earlier? Have you looked at the roster? I have not, but I am trying to look at how many transactions they made. So why don't you just keep talking about the roster? They got some of the worst quarterback play I ever seen. You look at Sam Darnold, you look at Josh Rosen, you look at Jeff Driscoll, who's actually playing, and then their quarterback one is Jameis Winston, who's been benched twice this year and was suspended before that. You go and trade for a guy who ain't even playing all year, Lev Bell, and we know it. You're just making bad, crummy decisions. I really am looking forward to down the line when we're going to interview a couple of these uh, really sketchy and or dumb commissioners. And I want to ask this guy what's up with his brain. Yeah, so it is 49. I'm glad we looked that up. That right. was a good, good use of my time. And – uh the, the last thing I'll say about these guys when we move on, the, they they did this to them dang selves. You know, if they hadn't been so greedy for them draft picks, they might be safely – they'll probably be safely in the playoffs right now. But uh, uh, here we are. They got all kinds of draft picks next year. Ooh, good for you. If you use them like you did this year, might not do you no good anyway. That's what I'm saying. So – I, that's all I'm going to say. They might make the playoffs. We'll see. Maybe they maybe they can have their cake and eat it too. Right. My advice for this team, my ha moment for them, I reckon you can keep DeAndre Hopkins. He's a good ball player. Let everybody else go. They're all going downhill. Bell don't even play football no more. Let them walk. <laughs> so, you, you mentioned earlier you're just going to have the ha moments for the the first tier. Are you going to have right. high moments for these guys, too? I am not. Okay, that was just a free haul. It was a free haul because, I got to say, I kind of disagree with your sorting out. I, th- I feel like you just wanted it to be 4-4-4, four, four, and four, but I feel like Festivus Feats ought to probably maybe belong in that bottom spot. Well, these are the teams that could make the playoffs. They're not a Buffy. Oh, they's a Buffy. All right. <laughs> So why don't you tell us about the uh, friend zone before we get to our marquee matchup Thursday. Okay, here's the thing. Friend zone, here's the thing for you. Win your dang game. Give yourself a chance. You get in there against the pip, pip, the dooly doos. Look, if you lose this game, you're done. That is it. Season's over. You're in that little bottom section of the bracket that ain't no one really even looking at, right? This is your chance Birds of War play the pop-up Pop-Tart. One of them is going to lose. It's that simple. You win this thing, and you got a chance to be in there. Um, Now, against Pip-Pip, here's my advice. Pull out all the Shannon agains you can find. Mutilations, okay. Sacrifices, good idea. Casting a curse, absolutely required. Get in there. Do something. Motivate. And decimate. You figure it out. Wow, now that was a battle speech for the ages. Getting in playoffs. Getting in playoffs. So so that was that was a good uh segue, that battle speech. Because we're about to talk about the battle to win all battles. The battle. The battle. At least to get in the playoffs. Then you gotta win some more battles. But right. one of these one of these teams will be getting to the playoffs. Bo, Bow, but Bo, Bo versus the B-O. pop up pop tarts. Right. Whatever team wins it, they're in. And they're in. Maybe both teams get in. You know, if Bow loses and the friend zone loses, uh, you know they're in. Bow is in, even if they lose and the friend zone loses. You know, there's so many points ahead. They're going to take all possible. Tiebreakers, tiebreakers, no matter what. So we've already kind of talked about the way the 
pop-ups can miss the playoffs. So basically, like you were saying, the uh, the friend zone has the power to be Newman and Jurassic Park. Ah uh, ah uh, uh, What's the magic word? You know that one? Ah uh, ah uh, uh, What's the magic word? You know that? I've seen I've seen Jurassic Park, and I remember Newman. I remember him getting eaten by little critters, and that's just about it. Well, Samuel Jackson's trying to hack his way in there, and then Newman pops up on that computer, and he says, "Ah ah ah." So Didn't that, that happen to James Bond once with a guy named Boris? You think a, bo- a guy named Boris said, ah, ah, ah. I, I want to say act- he did. Well, I'm sure Newman did it better. But, um, so yeah, that's what the friend zone could be. They could be that team saying, what's the magic word? As in, now I just, you I just, in- I hate to give up too much warning as to what uh, what time we're actually recording this, but I just got some big news. It looks like Alvin Kamara's injured. So, friend zone, there's your chance. Get in there and win it. I like them Shannon again, you pulled. <laughs> wow, he's already heard your – are we live? <laughs> it just said it popped up on the screen. Alvin Kamara's in the injury tent. Oh boy, that could be it. Hmm. Well, remember earlier when I was talking about how uh, Pip Pips have Alvin Kamara, and you know that's one big stud, and that might win him the playoffs. Yeah. Oops. Uh, that's too bad. Maybe <laughs> so, we edit that part out. So, um, yeah, we'll get Teddy right on that. Right. He'll he'll make it happen. So, um, do you have any more thoughts on this matchup, Thurston? Well, I mean, I reckon it's win or go home. So, really, it comes down to their mindset going in. It comes into the strength of their teams. I think it hurts that uh, Leonard Fournette decided to punch faces the other day. And so, that means that he's not going to be able to play. My pick for this game is going to be the Birds of War. I think they get in these playoffs. I think they're the better team. Uh, and they're going to end up playing them Newports. So they're going to have to roll through this one, too. So let's go. Right. So it is win or go home, although both of these teams could actually lose and still get in. But win, or, win or go home does sound better. So Right. So, but not with Kamara hurt. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Bring Those, the A game. Bring your A game. That's some ha right for you, friend zone. It is just for you. So keep keep Kareem Hunt. That's my ha for him. <laughs> He's right. a good baller. Oh, he good. So so that does wrap up what is basically our regular season finale show. Although we will have some final next gen stats next week when everything's you know officially wrapped up. As long as she ain't too busy. Don't put too much pressure on her. She don't always return my calls or my emails <laughs> or my messages or my texts. I said as long as she ain't too busy. Okay, then. But uh, so uh, next up, we are going to have the owner of the Pop-Up Pop-Tarts to talk about this legendary matchup this week. Uh, so why don't you uh, take us to the break with some beautiful tunes, Thurston? All right, here we go. You ready for it? I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you for uh, bringing us back from the break there with your uh, mystery instrument there, Thurston. Right on. So, in our uh, last segment here, we've got the uh, manager of one of the teams that's going to be in this matchup that will go down in the record books. So, please welcome the uh, pop-up Pop-Tarts manager, uh, Frank Scott. How you doing? What up, guys? Good to be here. Well, I I believe we call them annals, Tug. In the record annals? Right, you got it now. (laughs) Okay, so um, on that note, we'll we'll get right into this. And uh, so, so Mr. Scott, 
What's your mindset going into this week week's matchup? This could literally be win or go home for you. Well, guys, I've just been on such a roll. <laughs> I feel like just patting myself on the back. I say I go right pat and away. <laughs> I'm getting ready to play this. What are they called? What's this team called again? Birds of something. Well, they're they're the team previously known as the Birds of War. They are officially now just bow. Uh, bow is it? I thought it was bow. Is it bow? Bow? Earn it? I bow. can't remember. Well, boys, I just bought me a taser. And you know what I do with those bowels? I'm just going to tase them. <laughs> I'm going to shock them. With mine, I take some laxatives. <laughs> I'm going to shock the world. You heard it here first on the Sweet Tea Fantasy. Uh, Mr. Frank Scott is here to shock the world. I so believe that means he figures he's going to win it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like with a little confidence. Um, so... So you were already talking about shocking the other team with a taser. Yeah. Uh, so do you even are you even aware that the owner of uh, Bow Bo called you out personally last week, saying that he doesn't respect any team owner that doesn't have a team logo? Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I think he needs to get a life. Oh, I heard him yapping in jaws. I ain't scared of him. Anybody's got a team name that's got a stinking bird on it. Number one, I hate Cardinals. I don't even know what is bird. I just heard him telling some crazy story about some sitcom that's not even a sitcom. <laughs> I think it was a pigeon. A pigeon. <laughs> that's how I, I Thurston, I can just take this taser I just bought and just start tasing the pigeon. Oh, you can turn that off right now. We don't need it right now. <laughs> So I was gonna save this for later, um, but your your taser kind of brings me right into this. So uh, the <laughs> that's something I didn't think I'd be saying today. Uh, <laughs> the the thing we shouldn't forget about this season is that you started zero and five. You know, right? Th- then you started listening to this here podcast. You change your name to a reference from our podcast. You know, then your luck starts to change, and here you are fighting for a playoff spot. So. Why didn't you completely and totally give up? And how are you in this position today? And on top of that, why is your success directly related to us? And most of all, how does it feel to be here on the show talking about it? So if you could take those questions one at a time, but without any pauses, that would be great. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> of questions, Tuck. So I'll, I'll go over them real slow again. So why didn't you completely and totally give up? That's one. I actually sent Thurston a message that I was ready to give up. <laughs> I was 0-5. I think he actually buried me, like put dirt on my grave. Well, that was one of my questions. How does it feel to be Lazarus? <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened is I kept listening to this podcast, and I kept hearing that my name was too violent. That I needed a name change, and I thought, I'm 0-5. What do I have to lose? Thurston and Tuck thinks I need to change my name, so I'm just going to take their wisdom because they're pretty smart guys, so that's what happened. I got to say, this feller here took advice. We didn't even give him to change his name, and now he might make a playoffs. There's another feller out there we've been trying to tell him over and over again all year to change his name, and look where he's at. Jared He's at the bottom. He's at the bottom. I'm going to talk about, or I already talked about him, and he ain't going to do very well. No, he's stinking. He needs to get him some deodorant or something. Well, hey, that leads me into the next question. I hope you don't duck it. I don't figure you will. But in this league that we've already established is full of really incompetent owners, who do you feel like is the most incompetent? The most incompetent owner. I think it's that guy. I can't remember his team name, but didn't he draft like six tight ends? (laughs) Whoever that guy is, he's incompetent. 
he needs to go see a psychiatrist. That would be the leader that, of the uh, Tea Party movement, uh, the domain master, Mr. Justin Anton Edwards Page. Yeah, but, he needs he he needs help. He's now been he called out help. two weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right there, uh, Thurston. And this is coming from a guy who started 0-5. He knows yeah, how 0-5. <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> um, w- one thing I want to bring up is that we uh, we encourage you to change your team name because it was a little too violent. And then you mm-hmm. went out and you bought a taser <laughs> to try to make the yeah. playoffs. Now, if you could just explain your mindset on this one. Well... Guys, I just got a feeling. I've been having some trouble with some dogs. So I just thought, you know what? I'll just buy me a taser. If I get out of hand, I'll just shock them. And you guys haven't asked me about my new team name. about that? Pop-Up Pop-Tarts. Well, I keep right into it. Do y'all know where what sitcom that is? Uh... Oh, my, I don't. I thought it was a reference to Flounder Tarts. I'm afraid I don't know. It is from Full House. Well, let's let's tell the story on this one. Well, guys, I don't know if you remember this segment, but they were shooting a commercial in their bed because they had a show called Wake Up San Francisco. Right. And they were pulling this commercial, and they were trying to get them to um, be a little bit lively. And Danny kept getting mad at Rebecca, and all of a sudden, she just pops up out of the bed. And Danny <laughs> just looks at her and says, "You're you're popping up like a pop tart." <laughs> and they start fighting. So that's how I got it. Pop up pop tart. And there comes your violence too, Tug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't think we've mentioned this, but his name used to be I Feel Stabby. So while mm-hmm. well, he is still violent, <laughs> you know, with the taser and, and the popping up <laughs> like a Pop-Tart, but uh, it it is still at least less than stabbing. You know, stabbing's at the top or near the top. These are on the spectrum, but they're they're lower. Hey, I do have one question I'd like to get to as far as team management. Now, here, Mr. Scott, I'm wondering about what your problem was trying to handle Leonard Fournette. I kind of feel like he would really help you in this matchup. I think I might even have picked you to win it if he were playing. But why why couldn't you handle your running back there? And now you got to play Duke Johnson. So how do you feel about that? Leonard Fournette has been a pain in my backside. <laughs> I don't know. I just am just. I'm just disturbed. He's not. He got thrown. What did he got thrown out last week? He did. He's punching faces. <laughs> See, that's the problem. I go from I feel stabby, and my <laughs> players start going getting violent. <laughs> I have no discipline on this team. You got to rein them in, sir. Rein them. So what am I going to do, Thurston? Without. I had to start a run. Anybody that's got a name Duke, you got a problem. <laughs> so I may be in trouble this week, really, guys. I just, that's one of my key scores. And now he's out. The pigeons may come and attack me. <laughs> Hope your taser's got good battery life. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Hey, but there's one thing y'all forgot to mention. Y'all remember that team? What is it? The Pip Pips? I remember. Oh, we know the Pip Pips very well. <laughs> you remember them making a trade with me and I, they gave me a first round pick for Marlon Mack? I remember it. I thought that was pretty nice of them. <laughs> right. So, so you're going to so be far, one- you're going to be one of only two owners to have two first-round picks. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, I just keep listening to this podcast. If you, I just want to just make an infomercial right now to just say, listen to Sweet Tea Fantasy. you got to listen to Thurston and Tuck because they've got such good advice. I think y'all need to run for president. 
Well, we thought about that once, but we couldn't figure which one would have to be the vice, so we just ended up backing all. <laughs> they wouldn't let you be co-presidents. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, before we let you go there, Frank, uh, I just wanted to make it clear that so far you've called out the Dylan Zingers team, uh, the Pip Pips. You've uh, called out. Um, you've called out a little bit of of Chris Raisinbread's team, the the Bows. Uh, mm-hmm. You've called out the Arizona Cardinals, the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles, the Seattle Seahawks. Cause they're all bird names. Domain right. Master. You called out Domain Master. That's right. You called him. You really called him out. You called him most incompetent. Louisville mm-hmm. Cardinals, Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> so, hey, I want to call out somebody else. Well, let's oh, let's hear it. This is what this show is all about. <laughs> Y'all kept running your chit chat last week about this. What is that team? Newport Never Nudes. Right. A few weeks ago, I I got a I got a hold of them, just slapped them right in the face, <laughs> put them out. There you now, go. I'm gonna have to put my foot down. We do not bash <laughs> the Newport Never Nudes on this show. Well, you need to go check their score when they play me. I just gave them a punch to the head. <laughs> well, we'll if you if you take them down in the playoffs, we'll we'll get to talking then. All righty. <laughs> I figure he's pretty glad he drafted Tyreek Hill. Oh, for sure. Um. So, so the last last thing and. Well, you got anything else, Thurston, before we get to the last thing? Uh, yeah, are we going to let our guest uh, let us off the hook here? And we got to make sure he don't step on any little pig's toes and get us sued again. But besides that, Okay, well, let me, let me ask this last, and this is the most important thing that we will have asked you tonight. So as a longtime listener of Sweet Tea Fantasy, what would you characterize as our best moment? Your best moment. I guess, guys, I have not missed many of these. <laughs> They've been great listening while I traveled down the road. I think I like when you call out this team that don't have a name. <laughs> That's kind of been one of my favorite segments because you don't listen very good. It got he must have a lot of earwax. You reckon that's it? That's, that Clevenger kid, he needs stuff. Do something. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite. I love that segment. Yeah, Jarrett Cleaviger, we're hopefully going to get him on the show at some point and berate him and mock him mercilessly to his face. With bias. With bias. With bias. Oh, for bias. sure. Mm-hmm. And what if he don't make the playoffs? He was up at the top. Now he's going to the bottom. Yeah, he was 5-1 and one at one point. Started and from we the talk, top. We talked about this game. earlier. We talked about this earlier, but yeah, it's uh not good, guys. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. I That's believe right. you and him just sort of took swap places mid-season. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, I think so. But I'm glad I got a little bit of hope now. Well, for our parting words today, I think it might just be appropriate if you. Just call out somebody else in this league, um, and and that'll be a parting word today. You you can even call out Chris Raisinbreads again. I don't think you gave it to him hard enough yet. So just that bow wow. That's bow that bow wow team. That's right. I tell you right now, I'm about sick of anybody called bow bow wow. I'll call out the Newport Never News. Your record's overrated. You're inflated. Beats by the white, I beat you too. The Pit Pips beat them. I don't know much about Pivot. That sounds like a weird name. <laughs> the Friend Zone. That sounds. That sounds like they're like a Tinker Bell or something. The Festive Feats. What are they so festive about? They're five and seven. <laughs> Vandalay Industries. What do they think this is? A CEO company. And that team Clevenger. Banana slugs. <gasps> his team's his team's been slipping on bananas. Domain masters. Let's just call them all out. How about that, Tuck? <laughs> Domain masters. 
he's mastered nothing except for low points. And Scranton Stranglers, they're at the bottom of the barrel. They need to strangle themselves. Is that good enough? <laughs> I think that is the most perfect way we could have ended today's show. Except for the part where we're talking right now and we didn't just end the podcast. But <laughs> I want to give on. us why don't you just give us some regular part words and we're just gonna end it right then. Anything you wanna say. All right, guys. Get ready to go into the playoffs. I don't know if I'll make the playoffs. I got this Bow Wow team just nipping at my heels. But I will say this. This is one unbelievable podcast. Thurston Tuck, two of the smartest men that I know. I guess I'll sign off, guys, with that. You heard it here first. Tuck and Thurston are the smartest people that Frank's got known. All right, well, we appreciate having you on there. And we already, we already lost Thurston because we usually just click X, but – so we're going to do that now. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace.